to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place for women in business to learn more about health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Brunelli, chiropractor and former beauty salon owner turned certified image consultant, helping you glow from the inside out. And there is something we all do, myself included, that dims our light so that we're not glowing as bright as we should. And that is negative self-talk. And you don't necessarily have to speak it out loud. It's your thoughts. And we all have something we're tearing ourselves apart about. Let's turn it around. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Our thoughts and our beliefs about ourselves, although they feel super accurate, they are not always true. You know I'm right. I know I'm right because I'm right there in the trenches with you. I know how it feels to have negative self-talk or negative thoughts or limiting beliefs about myself. And I'm going to get into a little bit of a story that really brought awareness. I've been working on personal development for years. I would say since, oh, I'm going to date myself here, probably since 1990. I've been in all kinds of Zig Ziglar work, Tony Robbins work. I mean, back when it was on cassette tapes and books, you know, working on our, my thoughts and how to improve how I think, how to level up where I want to be in life, how to, you know, all of the things that shape high achievers. I've been in it headfirst for years. But the one thing that I never really mastered is negative self-talk until maybe the last 10 years. And it's because I had this image, this persona that the world believed, I'm a confident person. I, I'm confident in myself. If you want something to get done, I'm your girl. I'm going to do it. If I had a job, I did it 150%. Work ethic is strong. You know, my, my do letters behind my name, you know, all of the things that make us who we are show the world one person. And then at night, when you're alone and put your head on the pillow, you know, there are things about you where you're going, I have the whole world fooled because I'm not all that. (laughs) And I'm just saying, in general, that's kind of how it goes, right? And I'm not talking necessarily about imposter syndrome. That's different. Imposter syndrome is I feel way over my head. They believe me like I know what I'm talking about and I don't. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you telling yourself negative things, whether you're thinking it in your head or you're speaking it out loud. Now, I don't need to go over the whole nine yards of what this is doing to us in a negative way. You already know. You already know it's affecting your mental health. You already know you're not at your best if you are talking to yourself in a way that you would never speak to another human being. You already know that. You're literally mentally abusing and emotionally abusing yourself when you say, oh my God, look at you, you're so fat. And I'm using that one because that was my self-talk. So if you're new to this podcast, new to this show, if you go back several episodes over a year ago, I really dove into my whole story with body image, body dysmorphia, and eating disorders. And I have been in the trenches with my daughter who had anorexia, and it it uncovered my own body dysmorphia and my own messed up relationship with food when I went to counseling to help her. 
So I was sitting in a therapist's office, a nutritionist and a therapist, and hearing everything they were saying, and then me thinking, wait a minute, no, I don't agree with you. (laughs) The nutritionist is the one that called me out. And I had a private session with her, and she helped me see that not only was my relationship with food messed up, my relationship with myself and my body was messed up. Wonder where my daughter got it from. I, I spent a couple years trying to help moms not pass that on to their children. It is still a passion of mine because I passed it on to my daughter. And a lot of times our negative self-talk comes from our mothers and our grandmothers or another female figure that was a key figure in how we were raised. And I'm not pointing fingers saying it's all our mom's fault. <laughs> we're all messed up this way. We. This is why I am passionate about helping moms not pass this on to their children. We don't know any better, right? And it comes down to, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just ate that. I'm going to have to work out two times tomorrow or I'm going to be a fat cow or I'm not going to be able to fit in my clothes. Comments like that, they seem harmless. So it's not mothers necessarily coming out and telling their daughters, you need to go on keto. That is flat out. I'm sorry. I'm going to call it. That's emotional abuse to a child. Don't do that. Okay. That's a whole other episode. But if you are talking about yourself in a negative way in front of your children, that's where we learn it. That's how we learned it. Right? So what are the negative things that you're saying to yourself about your image? That's the first thing I want to talk to you about, because this is what I am personally passionate about is making sure, because I had to overcome this, this was the last hurdle of my uh, negative self-talk work that I overcame that I'm aware of. I mean, there might be more in there, but this is a big one because it ruled my life literally ruled my life. And so what are the things that you are saying about yourself that are negative that you would never say to someone else? For me, I called myself fat all the time. I called myself fat when I was a size two, a US size two. Okay. I had body dysmorphia, but I also was a size size six. I was a size eight. I was always calling myself that word. And it was negative. I would never look at my daughter and say, you're fat right? Why would it be okay for me to speak that way to myself? Another one, looking in the mirror, looking at your face and going, and I'm, I'm not being, I'll make it funny sometimes, but sometimes this is really hard to hear because I know women do it. I've worked with women my entire life. My first job was with women in a health club all the way through my entire career. I've served women. And I know the things that you say to yourself, I'm ugly. I actually have a message, a private message from a woman on Facebook who said, I learned years ago, I'm ugly. I'm always going to have to use filters. She looks in the mirror and says, I'm ugly. I felt like I was kicked in the gut when I read her words, only because of how hurtful they are. They're hurtful to her. If she said that to anybody else, it would be devastating. And she's saying it to herself and moving on with her day as if all is normal. That's, that's image. That's self-image. And I'm going to talk about why we do that to ourselves. But let's talk about some other things. How about, oh, I'm so stupid. Or, oh, I can't. I just can't. I'm no good at this. I just can't do it. I can't. That's a sentence that should never be in your vocabulary, or I don't know what it is for you. Whatever the negative self-talk is, 
I can't believe I said that. I'm so stupid. Could be something like that. You might be dating, like, going in the bathroom, excusing yourself from the table. And then you're like in the stall going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you ruin everything. How could you ruin this? It was going to be such a perfect date. I'm trying to paint a picture of you to kind of think about what it is for you. I don't know what it is for you. It could be, I will never be successful because I'm not from a family like that. These are all an inner critic, an inner demon. There are This is something that you can actually give a name. And that's what I want to talk to you about. I don't want to talk about all the things that we say to ourselves to berate ourselves because we are already very familiar with it. But I do want you to start becoming aware. Awareness, my awareness around my messed up body image and my relationship with food was called out by somebody else. I'm going to call it out for you right now. You already know, you're aware of it because you're listening to this episode, but maybe there's something in there that you think you're justifying it because you think you're right. But is it right to speak to yourself in a negative, harmful way? No. Now you can get hard on yourself. You can be like a coach to yourself and coach yourself through something the way a coach would, the way a good coach would. But don't berate yourself. Don't belittle yourself. And let me just go into a little bit of my story with how I overcame this. And it was a book that the nutritionist for my daughter, when she was going through anorexia, gave me a book. And it was a book on written for people in eating disorders and anorexia specifically. And they gave the eating disorder a name because most people struggling with an eating disorder when they get as sick as my daughter, they're aware that they're not well. And so they become aware that they have this thing that they can't control. And so the thing that you are learning about right now in this show is your negative self-talk. This is the thing that you are going to learn how to control and master. And in this book is where I learned a strategy to help master my negative self-talk. And it's called Goodbye Ed, Hello Me was the name of the book, I think. You could probably find it on Amazon if this is ever something that you suspect you have a daughter with an eating disorder, or maybe you do. Goodbye Ed, Hello Me, I think. I don't know. I'm, I'm riffing on that one. But Ed was the name of the thoughts that would come up and tell the, the character in the book, I can't eat that. If I eat that, I'm going to be so fat. So what they do in the book is they say, name your eating disorder. And they named it Ed. And I read it because I was reading it to help my daughter. I was reading it to understand what she was going through. And I gleaned all of this for myself going, oh my gosh, I do this to myself all the time. Like, um, I can't eat that. A moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. It was something I used to say all the time. And I would follow it with, my hips are too big or something negative. And I realized when I read that book, I had to name the person, hypothetical, right? The, The person, the little demon in my head, making me say those things or making me think those things. And I would have to say, I'm just call it Ed for lack, for making it easier. Ed, shut up. Shut up. I would have to catch the thought, name it, give it a personality and say, shut up. No, you're wrong. 
right? And turn it around and say, I can eat this, or I am not fat. Stop, be quiet. I would have to really get loud and actually sometimes say it out loud. So give that little voice in your head a name. And next time that thought comes to you, call it out. Just like the nutritionist called me out in my disordered thinking, just like I am telling you this book is saying to anorexics, call out your inner demon that's telling you to starve yourself or telling you to purge, eat everything you incite and then purge, whatever it is, whatever it is, if it's telling you you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not fit enough, that you're all of the lack of an, lack of enoughness, give it a name right now. Name it. You can call it Ed. <laughs> That's what I've done. I, I kept the name Ed. And I tell Ed, no, shut up. Be quiet. And by the way, shut up was a swear word in my, in my house when my kids were growing up, but not with Ed. <laughs> okay. Ed gets told off, right? Because here's the thing. If I let Ed rule me, I become limited. If you allow all of the negative self-talk to continue, you have a ceiling. You're never going to break through. If you believe everything that's negative that you're telling yourself, you're not limitless. You give yourself limits. You're not going to break through them. If you're really good at negative self-talk, you might get depressed. Now, why would you want that? I know you don't. Tell Ed to take a back seat. Actually, kick him out. The awareness around the thoughts is step one. Step two is give it a name as if it's a person in your mind. Give it a whole personality because then you become empowered to tell that person to get out of your life. Once you master that, what's really cool, when you can shut down that that voice in your head and say, Ed, get out, you're wrong, be quiet, you start actually having better boundaries in your real life because you're taking control of your thoughts. Once you take better control of your thoughts, you're not going to take crap from anybody. It's the coolest thing. I hope that this is making sense to you. Is it making sense? Okay. That's about negative self-talk that is very harmful. It's harmful in ways that we're literally calling ourselves names where we would never say it to someone else out loud. We would never say the words that we're saying to our own mind out loud to another human being. But what about the negative self-talk that we might say out loud that is half true? What about that? What if it's like the negative Nancy or the Debbie Downer kind of negative self-talk? Not the Ed that I just named, but this one that's kind of just has a negative spin to everything like, oh, I'm standing in line forever. I hate this. Don't they have a way to, you know, speed this along? I have so much to do. Or, oh, I have to go to the gym today. Oh, I have to do meal prep this week. Oh my gosh. I just worked all day and I have to go. I'm so exhausted and I have to go do X, Y, Z. Or another one. I've got to go take care of this person. I dread it. 
right? So you hear all of these are connected to dread and things we don't enjoy. We say them out loud. They are true, but they're not positive, right? Life is not always positive. I'm not trying to paint a picture of rainbows and unicorns, but the way we see things, the way we speak them out loud, we can turn it into something more neutral. So it's not negative, right? So instead of, I can't stand this, God, I dread this. You could say, this is challenging for me, but I can deal with it. See the difference? Like, oh, I dread this versus I can deal with it. It's not my favorite thing, but I can deal with it. See how it's neutral? I'm not saying this is hard and I love it. (laughs) I'm neutralizing it. There's a difference in your energy and in your mindset when you go from oh dread to this is hard, but I I can do it. Uh, This is something that's challenging, but I can do it. How about I hate just becomes I don't really enjoy this or I don't prefer this, neutralize it. It's a more gentle language that removes the negative power that all this negativity has over you. Neutralize negativity, change it. Again, you can name it Ed, okay, if you want to, because Ed is not looking out for your best interest. Ed is a negative, self-deprecating, you know, inner critic, inner demon personality that you want to name and tell him, no, I can handle it and neutralize some of those thoughts that are true, but coming out negative. Okay. That is all I wanted to share with you today because I know that so many of you out there are going through something right now and I'm encountering it in my work. And that is, oh my gosh, It's September and I have not accomplished this. I haven't accomplished this and I haven't accomplished this. And I only have so many months left in the year and I am bigger than I was before I started in January. I didn't even get on the bandwagon of the health goals that I set. And you start spinning negative wheels, right? You start spinning negative things. Catch that negativity, neutralize it. If If it's calling you names, kick it out. And you still have time, my friend. You still have time to be gentle with yourself, but also coach yourself and realize you have the power in you to finish the year strong. I'm so glad you were here with me today. If this resonated with you, if this is stuff that you love, you can find me on Instagram at Christine Brunelli and also on Facebook at Christine Brunelli. I share more on Instagram than I do on Facebook, but if you ever want to reach out to me, send me a private message there. I would love to connect and hear from you. Okay, until next time, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.